tonight at the Chokeslam Wrestling Report, we will talk about what happened at AEW Dynamite from Austin, Texas last night. Jeff Cobb showing up unexpected at AEW and joined a faction. Also, Teddy Hart getting arrested in Virginia. Plus, we will talk about the possibility of AJ Styles versus The Undertaker for WrestleMania 36. This and much more at the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. Welcome to another episode of the Chokesland Wrestling Report. I'm your host, the Ultimate One, and we're back for another new episode tonight. Uh, before I start, I want to thank those who keep supporting my podcast, whether it's the audio or the YouTube channel. I want to thank you guys. Uh, the YouTube channel is the same name, the Chokesland Wrestling Report. Check out the latest video I put there last Saturday. Um, hit the subscribe button. Give me a thumbs up. That will help my channel a lot and um you know hit that notification bell so you guys could get every new upload that goes up here in the audio podcast and the chokeslam wrestling report tonight we're going to go through the aew dynamite that we usually do again like always i'm just going to give you my feedback and my opinions on certain things um and aew started off with a bank like they always do the first uh match was for the uh aew World Tag Team Titles, Kenny Omega, the champs, and Hangman Page versus SCU. But before this match even started, the Dark Order came out and made a threat that they were many other members and that the Assaulted One will be coming soon. And right off the bat, we were saying, okay, I knew this match, the Dark Order is going to interfere. They're going to cause SCU the world title or something's going to happen. Well, Christopher Daniels showed up with SCU, so he um, decided that, hey, I'm going to go to the back and make sure they don't come out, which it didn't make no sense because you're not outside a ring area. You're going to the back. You could get jumped by, by a bunch of Dark Order guys. You're going to get outnumbered. So that little part kind of gave me like, okay, he may be the guy who's going to be joining the Dark Order, but it'll be worse if he becomes the exalted one. And uh, me, to me, it would not make no sense. I mean, the fact that I say maybe the Fallen Angel, the name Fallen Angel, falls into the Dark Order, and it sounds like some biblical stuff, it makes sense. But I don't think he'd be uh, the right guy to do that. Because if they do that, you might as well, you're just killing the faction. You need to bring in Matt Hardy, whose contract is up next month, and he'll be the perfect guy for to do the uh, the Dark Order, the Exalted One. So, anyway, let's talk about the match. The match between Kenny Omega and SCU. Um, this match, it was high impact, like always. Uh, but the beginning, you could tell that uh, SCU was going to use cheap tactics because at one point, Kenny Omega went against the rope and Sky just kicked him right in the f- straight flush to the back. Uh, so, it started something that you knew that these guys were going to do anything possible to regain their belts. Uh, the match was back and forth um, uh, like they usually do. Um, Scorpio Sky, he does some beautiful dive from the ring to the outside. When he goes off, it's just like incredible, like music. It's like there's no other way to to, to, to even talk about it. Because, I mean, when he goes, when he takes off from 
from the ring into the floor and his dives is incredible. So, you know, he does some beautiful dives. Um, but about, this match went back and forth. This is why there was no domination from anybody. It was back and forth. Hangman Omega hit that finishing move. Uh, at the same time, to nearly, I'm talking about, they nearly decapitated Kazaria. But here's the crazy part. Because right after that match, after they hit him with the, the V-trigger and the buckshot, um, I think it was Omega who went for the three count. And just before, slightly like a half a second or one-third of a second, there's going to count three, Kazarian grabbed the ropes. Now, my thing is, this is going to be a problem now. Then maybe the uh, SCU is going to say, oh, no, we grabbed the ropes before the three count. Um, but it, th- there was nothing big happening there because, I mean, why would you try to grab the ropes? You got hit with a V-trigger and a buckshot lariat at the same time. You know, it wasn't for you to grab the ropes. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. They might be set up something. But, of course, right after that, you had the Dark Order come out. Then I don't know where Best Friends come out. And then Butcher and the and the Blade comes out. Ace 2-0, Jack Evans and Angelico comes out. And then the Young Bucks come out. So it was like a big, big preview to the, uh, the uh, Battle Royals that's going to happen next week. And um, and it's funny because at one point John, Jim Bro said the youth of Bucks, which he's trying to say give he just gave you a hint and Mark, this guy may come the youth of Bucks. I mean, uh, you know the Bucks of youth. I think he said something to that to that. Um, that's what Matt Hardy used to call the young Bucks when they were feuding with the Hardy Boys, the 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 Bucks of youth or the youth of Bucks, something to that effect. So I don't know if it came out unexpected, but this whole thing showed that uh, they were just pretty much um, trying to um, they were trying to give you a preview of what's going to happen next week at the uh, Battle Royal. But anyway, we'll be right back after this. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And the next... um segment that came out was the Jim Ross um, segment with Santana where he was interviewing him and Santana did a great, great promo. Um, he talked about how uh, he went through a lot and while he was growing up at, at age of, um, I believe it, 10 years ago, um, 18, 19, and he was going through a lot of stuff in the Bronx in a messed up apartment and he talked about how he called his father at uh, late at night and knew that his father would pick up the phone and he told him about how he felt, you know, he felt he was in the darkness, whatever. And he said, son, I've been living in darkness all my life, which he talked about how his father lost his vision at the age of 14. So losing his vision at age 14. And he pretty much um, really, really, this promo was amazing. I mean, it really touched me and it brought a lot, a lot of, uh, 
feelings from me, from my personal self, um, a lot of feelings of how it is to struggle in the Bronx because I'm from the Bronx myself and him being somebody from the Bronx. But it was beautiful how he played his real personal life and put it into a storyline. And he told Markley he was going to take him to the darkness. And that was the setup for the match that was going to be the main event uh, uh, last night and beautiful. Darby Allen also did a promo uh, or a little segment and he was mocking uh, Sammy Guevara's cardboard box and um, uh, cardboard box all the cards that he used and he pretty much told uh, Sammy Guevara if you're not doing anything let's go out of revolution now you guys remember Darby Allen got uh, injured by the hand of Sammy Guevara and the inner circle when they jammed the skateboard on his throw a couple of weeks ago so he hasn't wrestled but it was hilarious how that segment went to but then the next match was Sammy Guevara coming out uh, with um, coming out with Jake Hager, and they were ready to schedule to wrestle Dustin Rose. And of course, Dustin Rose, this guy, he um, he doesn't age. He does not age. He still could do it. Of course, you know Sammy Guevara took control of that match because of Jake Hager interference, um, and it was a back and forth uh, match. But you could tell, but this match. Uh, Dustin Rowe dominated this match compared to, the, I think, the last time they wrestled back in the beginning of the, I think it was New Year's Day. Uh, but he hit a Canadian destroyer plus the final reckoning, and he beat Sammy Guevara. And then um, it was like a payback for what happened at January 1st. And Dustin called out Jake Hager, called him a bitch, pretty much telling him um, he needs to stop being uh, kissing ass. Um, so... Um, he pretty much told him, you know, you know, come, come in and, you know, and, and, and you know, and, and, um, you know, accept the challenge. But as you all know, um, Sammy Guevara um, was trying to stop him. And he called Jack Hager also. Uh, this is very interesting. And I knew that probably going to get him nerves. He called Jake Hager a failure in the MMA. Jake Hager versus Dustin Rose. A revolution, pretty much. Dustin Rose telling him, do he accept the um, the challenge? Of course, Hager just turned his back and never accepted the challenge. But he uh, ended up. Uh, apparently, they made up the match. It's, that's going to happen. Revolution, Jake Hager versus um, Dustin Rose, which is should have been done a long time ago. But I guess because of Hager and MMA, uh, he wasn't allowed to wrestle. Britt Baker. Um, they showed her video for what she did to uh Saka, Saka, whatever her name was, when they pulled out a tooth out. Uh, then Tony Shimano did the interview. Uh, and of course, it, uh, she's kind of annoying, but uh, you know, the promo she sounds annoying, but then it's, it's good because she's getting a lot of heat from a lot of these uh fans who didn't want to deal with her and her nonsense, and um, you know. And she just talking about she's great. She's a, a, a dentist, and she kept dis, disrespecting Tony Schiavone. I feel bad for Tony Schiavone every time he uh, interviews Britt Baker. Britt Baker just calls him a Starbucks guy or whatever she calls him. And it's just like embarrassment. This guy, this man is a Hall of Famer, even though he hasn't been put by WWE, which is a joke, the WWE Hall of Fame. And, um, you know, but she got heat. And she's getting more heat built during the weeks past, and this is good in a way because now she's getting go away heat from a fan who wants a party to get beat up now. So, 
Uh, we were right back after this. And the next match was the AEW Women's World Title Match between Riho, the champion, versus Nyla Rose. Now, this match, uh, really, really, what I think was the match of the night. Believe it or not, as much as I've been the biggest critic about the women's division, this match was pretty good. Um, you know, there was Nilo went, I mean, Nilo, Nyla was in the corner when uh, Riho attacked her and went after her. Um, and of course, you know, she's overweighing um, Riho by goddamn like 200 pounds. And um, so. It was a back and forth thing. I mean, Riho really tried to do the kicks and all that stuff. At one point, um, Riho uh, was in the top row and Nyla was outside and she did a, a, a body press dive and she got caught from the ring post to the outside. And, you know, Nyla was just, you know, uh, just showing her power. But then Nyla just, you know, lost focus of the ball. Uh, she started going under the ring trying to get a. Uh, a table to raise to put Nyla through the table, but she got caught with a drop kick, and then from there, Riho just, you know, um, you know, just started doing her quick stuff. Uh, the only thing I didn't like, I think they went on commercials, so I really didn't catch. Uh, they didn't do the split screen, and that's the, they did for a while, but then they went off. Uh, so when they got back, Riho was, uh, you know, um, game beat up by Nyla. Uh, the only thing I can say that Riho has a big heart. It was a good match. Uh, Riho did this. This this really caught my eye. She did the Snapdragon Suplex on Nyla not once, but twice. Now think about it. Nyla Rose, who weighs 200 pounds, against Riho, who weighs like 98 pounds. And Riho hit two Snapdragon Suplex on Nyla, which was amazing. The fans were loving it. Fans were chanting her name. But at the end, um, they even, you know, even, she hit a, Rio hit another light suplex on, on, on Nyla. It was just incredible. But at the end, Nyla, you know, caught her. And um, she, pretty, you know, she, she pretty much um, called Rio and hit a, a sit-down powerbomb and pinned Rio. And Rio is uh, now no longer the champion. And Nyla is the new AEW world champion, which should have happened a long time ago. So who knows what's going to happen with Riho? Is she going to be back? Or she's still gonna, not going to be in stardom wrestling over there more. Now we can we see uh, B. Prisley back, uh, Gady Sibs or Sadie Gibbs, whatever her name is. Uh, Chris Danlin has not been seen there for a while. So now it's going to be interesting. You got a woman in there who's a World champion. Now you're gonna put in there with Shana, uh, Swarbrick, Swole, which is a lot of competitors. So let's see if they they fix this up. Um, Omega, you can see Omega and Nyla in the back when they had the split screen a conversation. It wasn't her because they were in commercials, which pissed me off. It didn't help. Then Jericho did a promo Moxley, and then he mentioned that he had hired a hitman for next week, and if Moxley was going to get through Santana. He had a hitman that's going to take care of him, and his name is Jeff Cobb. When I heard the name Jeff Cobb, I, I couldn't believe it. it. It was amazing. And I was like, what? Jeff Cobb? And I was like, wait a minute. Jeff Cobb is still wrestling in Ring of Honor. But we'll get to that one at the end. So that was the promo. 
Then they had the match between MJF versus Jungle Boy. This match was more for MJF trying to get more heat for his match with Cody and for Revolution. Uh, Art was watching um, in the back. Brandy was doing commentating. Um, you know, uh, Jim Ross at one point lost it because MJF kind of disrespected. He grabbed his jock and, and Jim Ross went off. And he's because he felt he disrespected Brandy. Um, uh, but then that, during that between uh, Jungle Boy's little comeback, you see Warlock come out of nowhere and his Jungle Boy. You know, um, and that right there, that's when um, NJF took advantage, hit uh, Jungle Boy with a double cross, and pinned Jungle Boy. So this match was like, uh, just more, Jungle Boy was more of, a, of a, what we call a, uh, a jobber for this match to promote the Cody versus MJF match. After the match, Warlord went and hit Jungle Boy with a, kind of a, like an F5 move on him. And you saw Luchasaurus come out and Warlord broke out. He didn't want no piece of Luchasaurus. Most of these big guys don't want no piece of Luchasaurus. So uh, we'll be right back after this. So now we go to the main event, the Eye for an Eye, Moxley versus Santana. Both wrestlers throwing kind of at it through the crowd. I mean, Moxley came through the crowd, but Santana went out there and fought with him. And um, Santana dominated most of his match, believe it or not. I mean, Santana was going after uh, Moxley all over the place. Um, Santana showed that he could still go one-on-one with, um, with Moxley. Um, but, uh, you know, Moxley's going to be Moxley. And he just, uh, they kept going after each other's eye, which it was crazy. Um, the only thing I can say that Moxley tries to cover the eye as much as he can. Um, and I noticed that every time he's in the ring with that eye patch, he always trying to fix it. And that's like, I'm sure that's annoying for him. And I'm sure he's dying for that to take that thing off of him. Um, so, um, Santana show that he could go at it one-on-one better than Ortiz last week. He was more better, um, guy who controlled most of the match, but at the end, Moxley being Moxley, both of them were like, uh, Looked like both of them couldn't really see because Moxley went after Santana's eye and it was doing like a feeling out process and trying to find each other because they couldn't see. And Moxley caught Santana with the Paradigm Ship DDT and pinned him. And then out of nowhere, the inner circle attacked Moxley right after that match. And out of nowhere comes Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb comes out of nowhere and takes. Um, Moxley and takes him to uh, a tour of the islands and let him know next week he got some. So now it's Jeff Cobb versus John Moxley. That's going to be great. Again, matches that, oh my God, that a lot of people probably dying to see. And here we go. Now, Jeff Cobb is part of the inner circle. And my question with that, now that, you know, we finished up the, uh, the AEW Dynamite um, review. Jim, Jeff Cobb, you know, last time I heard him, he was in still in Ring of Honor, but not as long as, long as I know he was doing a show per show basis. Um, I guess of an agreement. And I think a couple of weeks ago, last week I mentioned he's hit me up with Dan Math against Bone Soldier and Kenta for Ring of Honor, um, Supercar of Honor in April. So now my question is, is he still going 
to show up. But most likely AEW is going to allow him because AEW, it's not the type of, of, of promotion saying, no, you can't do this because now you're exclusive to us. Well, if you still have um, other engagements, they're going to allow you to do it. I mean, they did it to Chris Danlander on the day that she was supposed to get a title shot. But they say, hey, go take care of that because you already had that in your schedule for Barb Wrestling, for uh, Joey Ryan's whatever. And she showed up the following, and then she got the title shot. So I think this is probably going to be the same thing with uh, Jeff Cobb. Um, his last match will be at the Supercar of Honor uh, with Dan Math against Bone Soldier and Kenta. Um, and that will be the last time Ring of Honor fan will see um, Jeff Cobb. I did not know that Jeff Cobb was 36, but he still looks young. And that with AEW bringing him in now, um, that's going to be something to look forward to. Remember, Lance Archer is still out there. And this word that Lance Archer is going to show up at AEW. You still got Luke Harper, now known as Brody Lee. He's going to show up. You got Matt Hardy, who may show up. So, uh, as a good podcaster, wrestling podcaster, um, known as the Messiah of the podcast, uh, said uh, after the ending of this year, AEW will be totally different than what you're seeing now. And if you don't know who Jeff Cobb is, <laughs> you guys in for a good, good show. So that's something for you guys to look forward to. Also, um, Teddy Hart, he got arrested yesterday in Virginia. He got caught. With uh, it looked like he was has steroids or whatever, uh, with the intention to uh, distribute or sell, and um, it's a misdemeanor charge. Um, he's looking at twelve months to to a twenty five hundred twenty five hundred um, dollar fine. But Teddy Hart, come on, guy. Um, ever since you left Major League Wrestling, and uh, for whatever reason. You're always in the middle of something. And I like Teddy Hart. Don't get me wrong. I love Teddy Hart and what he was doing at Major League Wrestling with that new Fire Foundation. But now you're getting yourself in trouble with stupid stuff. Um, I don't know what's going on with him. Um, so he just got caught with um, with uh, dumb stuff there. I don't, I don't understand it. Also, um, I believe they're talking about um, WWE is talking about having a, a match between AJ Styles and Undertaker. Now, AJ Styles is hurt, so I don't know how that's going to happen. I really don't. So um, that's still out there to talk about. I don't know how that's going to happen because AJ Styles is hurt, and he's supposed to, I think, participate in the super slowdown show. And I call that slowdown Saudi Arabia. That's garbage uh, for a tournament or whatever for a trophy. So I, I don't know. And then... This week, I will be talking about, in my YouTube channel, about all these wrestlers that are past their prime who are taking spots in WWE. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be a very interesting video this Saturday coming up. I will be talking about that. So um, so I think that's pretty much it this week. Um, There's not a lot of stuff going on. Uh, like I said, uh, the amazing and the, I think the best news I have that it caught me by surprise was this Jeff Cobb. Showing up at AEW, remember, uh, we, I thought that Marty Scroll was going to end up with AEW. And he still could be. I mean, I still think he's going to be the, the guy who's going to bring NWA, New Japan, Ring of Honor together with AEW. I still say that. It may not happen this year. It may happen next year. So who knows? Uh, but that's a start. Um, 
Then we saw Killer Cross go to NXT, which I still think that was he just signed his death warrant. Unless um, Triple H does what um, he wants to do now, he wants to keep uh, Shayla Baszley as with him. I think he's trying to make some power moves there where he could still have Shayna Baszley show both shows. Um, that's still on the talk. I, I read that somewhere, so that's going to be interesting. But we lost Killer Cross uh, to NXT, um, so. I never expected Jeff Cobb. I didn't even know. Well, I knew Jeff Cobb was a free agent, but I did not expect Jeff Cobb to come to AEW because I still still saw him wrestling in Ring of Honor. Uh, but you know, and the only one right now looking kind of foolish right now is Impact because Impact has not done anything in the last couple of months. They have a uh, champion who is walking around with a dark cloud over her head, and the only thing I can say that they show uh, Jordan Grace. Won the knockouts championship, but I've been telling you guys that like two or three weeks ago when they first mentioned it. So they showed it on TV this week. So, um, so I'm telling you right now, out of all this, I feel Impact is the last one right now dead in the water because Major League Wrestling is making moves and Major League Wrestling looks like they're trying to do uh, some type of deal with Amazon for stream um, services. Um, of course, AEW is AEW, WWE is at WWE. New Japan is New Japan. So and right now I'm looking forward for New Japan because I know they have the New Japan Cup coming up next month. That's going to be interesting. Uh, there's a lot of great matches for New Japan coming up, so stay tuned of that. But, again, you know, Jeff Cobb was out there. And AEW grabbed him. It's a smart move. And now you need to get a secondary title. No matter what, you need to get a secondary title because you got too much talent. And to fight for one title, and so who knows? That's going to be look. Uh, I'm definitely going to be looking forward to that. So it looks like maybe you never know. Uh, Moxley may not win the belt at the Revolution, so that'll be something to, to think about. Anyway, guys, thank you for very much for listening to my podcast, and thank you for supporting the podcast. Um, if you guys want to continue finding out more information about me, you can check me out on my YouTube channel. I have all the links on top of my YouTube channel. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm all over there. And this podcast right here, you can listen to it in Apple, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart, Radio, Stitcher, Apple, Anchor. You can hear it anywhere you want in any major podcast that you guys listen to. You're going to be able to listen to this podcast. Once again, thank you for your support. I'll definitely see what's going to go on. I don't remember if there's anything happening this Sunday. I think Paul... Uh, takeover Portland is coming, I think, Saturday or Sunday. I think it's Sunday. So that I'll probably do a uh, review about that on Sunday. I'm not sure. I may do it. I may not do it. So because I haven't done an NXT re- uh, review in a while. So who knows? But that's something to look forward to this, this Sunday. Uh, I'll definitely want to look at Rhea, uh, uh, Rhea Ripley against, uh, oh, my God, what's her name? I forgot who the girl's name is. Um, so that's something to look forward to. So guys, I thank you for your support. I definitely appreciate it and hope to see you guys Monday for wrestling news and rumors right here at the show slam wrestling report. Perfect. Perfect.